there. All right. <coughs> get, my, get my ass caught. I had to get on the Ultra Instinct theme, I think. If I do that, I should, I should whoop it into ass-kicking mode. Real whoop. Real quick whoop. Real whoop quick. You know what, though? I'll set up a Sabatsuita machine gun. So what I'm doing right now is uh, rifling through my dope-ass SoundCloud Dragon Ball music playlist. as fucking usual. And uh, I got that shit going in one ear while I got my microphone going in the other. So, uh, I wanted to do an episode real quick. It's just me. I didn't even bother to go fucking grab Mike because whatever. What? Oh, let me just talk at you. All right. I'm just going to talk at you. Uh, it up. My name is Kyle. Thanks for checking it out. As y'all know, uh, episode 130, it was a fucking banger. And a few people... <laughs> Uh, you guys know who you are. You were a little perturbed that I only did a 15-minute episode last week and was so hopped up on the fact that the 17 survived that that's all I talked about. I I feel you. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, but let's fucking talk about, like, uh, how dope that was. So I'm a dope! <laughs> shit, was, shit was awesome. And uh, just to answer the question, uh, I made a joke on Twitter that I saw 17 appear and I shit my pants and that's why the episode was only <laughs> 15 minutes long last week um that was obviously a joke I mean yeah if I had to sit around on my own shit for 15 minutes I probably would have wrapped a podcast early like yeah that makes sense but wasn't the case I just uh I just worked for five hours previous playing at a fucking St. Patrick's Day uh, celebration at a bar and uh, had too many car bombs and was just exhausted and was flummoxed. I don't know. That 17, man, that's a game changer for everything. Definitely blows up a lot of the theories that I've had. And if you listen to this show, you know what I'm talking about. And in all honesty, I don't feel like there's all that much about 130 to talk about. I mean, it was a tremendous fucking episode. Animated beautifully. You know, just the the the, the choreography of the Goku and Jiren fight. Like, it's really... I expected that kind of presentation in 129. I thought 129 was going to be huge, but they held it over for 130. Uh, it's like they gave us, you know, the good half of 129 an episode, or, or rather, a week late. Uh... And then the other part of 130 that I thought was interesting was nobody saw Frieza coming back in 130. They all thought, based on the spoilers, he was going to come back in 131. So he ultimately uh, comes back a little bit earlier. It's like they're borrowing a piece from 131 almost for 130. 130 was a tremendous fucking episode, but 75, 80% of it was action. You know, that's not a lot for me to fucking discuss outside of, yo, that shit was dope. That shit was awesome. That was badass. You know what I mean? So last week's short episode, I don't feel was super unwarranted, uh, mainly because it, we're a fucking podcast, dude. Like, <laughs> what do you want from me, bro? It's not a fucking visual format. I'm not geeked them. I'm not a, I'm not AJ. I'm not fucking reacting to shots here. So it could be a little tough to convey in terms of that medium when 80% of the episode is 
um, you know, action and fighting or whatever. So I feel like I had to say that to make myself feel a little better because fuck all the guys who said, you know, it was only 50 minutes, Kyle, what the fuck? Totally. Drunkenness was a part of it. I didn't shit my pants, but just wasn't a heck of a lot to talk about. However, I did totally gloss over things and an excitement about Android 17 still being there in the arena. Which, I, well, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to work through that shit in a second, but see if we get back there. Uh, 1.30, right? So, like, what are the major takeaways from the fight between Goku and Jiren? Uh, Goku is super fucking powerful. He suddenly is on the level of Jiren. Jiren, again, has been withholding his true power and can suddenly match Goku right the fuck away. He does have his own sort of weird aura glow, which reminds me of what the Ultra Instinct aura looks like. I don't think that it's Ultra Instinct by any stretch. I mean, it's red, but I think it's really probably more in line with, like, the effects of the show and, like, the episode itself and the animators or whoever the fuck, you know, worked on it. Maybe the effects of that show in terms of a constant was what the auras looked like. So while Jiren did just, you know, seemingly go to yet another fucking peak in order to match now mastered Ultra Instinct Goku, um, I don't think it's because Jiren himself was Ultra Instinct. So that's even scary. That's scarier. Imagine if Jiren gets Ultra Instinct. The fuck? We're all dead. Just call it a day. <sighs> Talking to myself is kind of weird. Um, what else we got? The other interesting part of 130 that I didn't get um, the opportunity to really talk about last week was Jiren's flashback scene. Like, it's a cool kind of reminder of, you know, it, it just reinforces his backstory real quick. But it was still a really cool moment. So, and what I like about the back scenes, uh, the backstories within these episodes is that Jiren's, like, they don't fucking, like, jar you out of the narrative. You know what I mean? They don't, like, uh, say, oh, now look at all these still shots of Jiren in the past. All of the fucking Jiren flashback shots happen very streamlined, very quickly, all within the dude's eyes. You know, and that just delivers itself to the speed at which you have to kind of have to deliver this episode, right? You guys have been dragging it quite a bit. Are we going to get to the end? Are we not going to get to the end? Are we kind of ending a cliffhanger? I'm not sure of any of it. I really appreciated the way in which they did that flashback, you know, just within Jiren's eyes uh, and that quick streamlined reflection of all that. And then they have a similar thing on the other side with Roshi having a, a Goku flashback within his sunglasses. So... Definitely kind of a cool way, again, to kind of, um, you know, show off or exhibit those parallels between Goku and Jiren and his characters, because there are a ton of them. Um, that was a cool part, but, I mean, the other notable, real notable part outside of ultimately how it wraps up, uh, Jiren loses his shit so much right after that flashback that he throws a ginormous effing blast right at the bench. Like... Your strength is fucking nothing, Goku. You you get your strength from your friends, you weak piece of shit. Trust me, gets nothing. Fuck you, you know? And just throws a enormous, enormous, ginormous, Godzilla-sized blast at that motherfucking bench. And Goku, you know, deflects. Bastard Ultra Instinct, bitch. Not in my house. Whoopsh. Whoopsh, whoopsh, whoopsh. Bum, a lot of people kind of wonder should Jiren have been penalized for having thrown a blast at the stands because had Goku not reflected it 
gotten rid of it, negated, you know, the blast itself. Could be some dead motherfuckers in the stands. <laughs> some dead sons and some dead bodies, man. Disqualified. So, Coco probably did Jaren a favor there, right? But everyone wonders, should he be penalized? Ultimately, no, because nothing happened. But man, he's a dick, huh? He ain't as just as we all fucking thought. <laughs> this motherfucker gets to wish with the Super Dragon Balls. We're all as good as fuck. He's just going to wish back his dead parents and wish the rest of us good luck. Peace. Thanks for my parents back. Later, bitches. Uh, fucking Jiren's a dick. The little baby Jiren, I'm looking at you, man. Baby Jiren! Baby Jiren's cousin is the fucking mayor of Central Falls. True fucking story. I digress. 130, while I felt like I didn't give it enough of a uh, opportunity to, you know, for discussion last week, I was just so caught up with the end, man. Not only does Frieza come in an episode earlier than we expect and completely changes, you know, because go going into 130, we're all like, oh, fuck, we know how this shit's going to wrap up. And it didn't. It It changed a little bit. And as somebody pointed out on the internet to us earlier this week, they didn't, they didn't necessarily stray from the spoilers they gave us because one spoiler says Frieza emerges another spoiler says a bruised or battered universe 7 uh, combatant uh, emerges you know and like they were two different translations and we all just assumed that not translations but like two different descriptions I should say so they were two different descriptions for the episode one mentions specifically Frieza the other men mentions a bruised and battered universe 7 member we all just made the assumption that that member in the second description was Frieza nope bitch 17 what's up MVP in this house gonna blow your face up gonna blow your ass up I just I tried something and it didn't work so I'm sorry about that but 17 coming in is a fucking game changer, man. I mean, they really could end it with like, time's up, three, you you guys have three, Universe 11 has one. They could really end it like that now. That could totally throw out the cliffhanger thing that I've been talking about for whatever, the last month. Um, I don't think they're going to go that way. I think I think 17's about to be made quick work of, I hope not. It'll suck to have to say bye to that guy twice. In one fucking tournament. Like within like three episodes of each other. That would be fucking malarkey. Be fucking Bush League. But I think the possibility exists that that'll happen. And it really will come down. Like I feel like they almost threw 17 in there just to be like. Haha 17's here now. Now all your fucking you know preconceived uh, notions on what's going to happen with Frieza at the end of the tournament. Are completely invalid. 17's here. Game changer, bitch. And then they toss him aside real quick in the beginning of 131, and it ends up being Frieza, Goku, and Jiren. And we're like, all right, well, back to where we thought we were fucking going to be. <laughs> I could see them doing that real easy. Real easy. Uh, I still think Frieza's going to ultimately get this wish. I, I don't know that. I, I think Jiren has uh, recently proven he's too unstable <laughs> to be somebody who could be trusted with resurrecting all of the universes, let alone universe seven. Like we know universe seven is going to survive. How do we know? We got the fucking movie preview today. We'll talk about that in a minute, but given that universe seven is obviously fucking going to survive this, obviously we've all seen the end of Z. We all saw that fucking movie trailer today. 
I don't think Jiren's gonna be the guy either, because he's like, fuck everybody, I don't give a shit. Oh fuck it. Wish back my dead parents, coddle their dead fucking corpses, I don't care. Jiren's a weird guy. I think either Frieza or Goku's gonna win it. I, I'm still, my money's still on Frieza. Why the fuck bring the dude if he's not going to factor into the ultimate decision? You don't just bring along a dude like Frieza. You don't just bring along Cell. You don't just bring along your mortal fucking enemies. Unless, like, you know, they've been your buddies for, like, 25 years. I.E. Piccolo, Vegeta, Tianxin Han, etc. Whatever. That's my view on 130, so... Nothing I didn't tweet about on Twitter. Animation was beautiful. Story took an unexpected turn. The other thing people asked about was what the hell happened to Goku when he transitioned out of Ultra Instinct. I thought it was pretty fucking evident. I thought it was pretty self-explanatory, but a couple of people asked me, like, what happened? Did, did Frieza shoot a blast at him? All right, no, back it up. Goku's body gives the fuck out, okay? And that's like that weird black... Uh, background with the red lines and it's all like slow motion and you see him it looks like he's get a, gets a fucking bullet through his chest right and I think that's why everybody assumed that maybe Frieza shot a death beam through the motherfucker's face back whatever not the case I think his body just gave out like he's channeling the power that gods have not even been able to master the use of yeah he's a saiyan yeah he's a super saiyan god yeah he's super fucking strong He's channeling powers that are far beyond his own currently. His body gave out straight up. Frieza did blast him to keep him in bounds after Jiren went to knock his ass out. Frieza kept the dude in bounds. Again, Frieza's done a lot for his character development, albeit in small doses and doses that you could probably take either way given the circumstances that if he if Goku loses, Frieza loses, you know? So take it for what it is, but Frieza has helped Goku and just the general team a lot in this arc. And I don't know if they mean it to be a way to like pave his pave the road to a you know, like a path of redemption for him or, you know, ultimately being one of the gang. I don't think that'll ever happen, but you know, being neutral at best, I could see that happening. Hey, Frieza fucking has the greater universe's interest in mind. Maybe he's not so bad. Especially, you know, if you go back to a couple episodes ago when I made that fucking Omni-Frieza theory, uh, I could see him, you know, having to become indifferent. You know, not only because he's got this god of god status, but again, he's got a second Zeno being like, yo, motherfucker, I'll erase your ass. I'm as powerful as you are. I am the fucking check and balance here. Don't fuck around. It could be cool to see that kind of dynamic and especially a character as angry, as arrogant as Frieza having to kind of be a little bit more neutral. So that kind of concludes my, uh, my 130, you know, thoughts and feelings. So if you take the last week's episode where I just yelled, wasted about how pumped I was that 17 was around for 15 minutes and then add this together, that's like 31 minutes which is probably more commentary on an episode than I've given in a long ass time. You're welcome. We got the Dragon Ball Heroes fucking theme fucking playing in my ear. I'm gonna fucking sing to myself, dude. Like, you guys can't hear it right now, but I'm about to do Dragon Ball! Dragon Ball Heroes! Song fucking pumps me up. Moving on. 
we had the teaser for the fucking new movie come out today about a week earlier than I'd expected it to come out. I expected it to come out within the same weekend of 131. So that would mean, you know, sometime between Friday and uh, and Sunday. So we talked about it a couple episodes ago. The fact that they're releasing it so close to 131 as an episode kind of makes me feel a little nervous, I guess, about how 131 is going to wrap up. Like, I think it legitimately could wrap up on a cliffhanger. And and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. You, you don't release the news uh, or this teaser of 131, especially considering how different it is. And we'll talk about how how it's different in a second. But it's such a different thing. And like as a Dragon Ball fan, especially a Dragon Ball fan of, of I've been a fan for Dragon Ball uh, of Dragon Ball for 22 years. Um, seeing that as a Dragon Ball fan today, I looked at it, it, it. I took my breath away for a second and I just looked at it and said, what the fuck did I just see? Like, I feel like I've seen it all as a Dragon Ball fan. And when I saw that preview today, I was like, fuck no, nah, I ain't seen shit yet. I got a whole new other fucking thing to see. Pumped, pumped. I, I was a little unsure. I watched it like two or three more times and I'm like, actually, I, I think I'm on board with this. But the fact that they're releasing the teaser just before the last episode of Super makes me think we're going cliffhanger. And the reason we're going cliffhanger is it's going to set up whatever the hell this movie is going to look like or what it's going to be about. And again, we've got an inclination over the last couple months that it's going to be about the history of the Saiyans. A few weeks ago, we had, I think it was last last week, I did a fucking second episode again in that week uh, when Toriyama came out with the comments about it being... Uh, about it revolving around Frieza and his past history with the Saiyans. And despite us already seeing that in the Bardock saga, I don't know, maybe part of this movie could be told in like kind of a flashback fashion. But that's all we really know. And then all of a sudden we get this fucking trailer today. And, and we did see like the early character design for Goku. It's real simple looking. It's real smooth. He's got the Nile bow. And people were like, this looks like Goku in early Dragon Ball Z, late Dragon Ball. Like... You know, just as Raditz shows up. This looks like a young Goku. And me and Mike Norm got to talking about this a little earlier today. And the question is like, with the animation change in this preview today, and if you haven't seen it, it's a quick 30-second teaser. Go look it up. It looks fucking cool. All you really see is Goku standing in, uh, looks like, you know, glacier. I don't know, not a glacier, but like, you know, Antarctica or some shit like that. It looks like a fucking ice frozen tundra. And Goku's standing there, and he's, like, looking around all cocky and smiley and shit. And the animation's real smooth, and he's just kind of, like, you know, hopping up, back and, you know, back up. He's just hopping up and down, like, kind of loosening it up, looking like he's getting ready for a fight, right? It looks really smooth. It looks really simple. It looks really, um, I, I don't know. It's, like, a certain... It's very fluid. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like that snappy kind of quick shit that you're used to in like Dragon Ball, old school Dragon Ball Z. Like, it's it flows very well. There's a fluidity to it, most definitely. And it's much simpler in terms of like the shading and uh, in, in terms of, I don't know, just, just everything about it is, is just very clean looking to me. It almost looks much simpler. And it almost looks to me like more reminiscent of the manga. So... And that's where the conversation with me and Mike started was, you know, he's like, it looks like they're kind of dumbing it down a little bit. And I'm like, eh, I don't think they're dumbing it down. I think they're kind of making it a little bit more faithful to the manga. Even if you want to draw, uh, you know, another another recent comparison, like 
how they adapted Dragon Ball Fighters. You know, all of that shit reminds me very much of the animation that we're looking at today in this preview. So he's hopping up and down. He looks like he's obviously warming up for a fight. You know, you see, you know, a screenplay, Akira Toriyama, blah, blah, blah. And you see this fucking person in the distance on a huge, you know, plateau, hang, cliff, whatever. And you see a big aura around them. You don't really see who it is from a distance. And then it zooms in real close. You see what looks like Saiyan armor. You see what looks like maybe a tail wrapped around a dude's body like twice, but like also wrapped into a fucking black belt, but also has like some fucking thigh flaps to it. Like, it, I don't know what the fuck that was, but it very evidently looks like, it looks like a Saiyan tail to some extent. And you have a green aura that's around it, reminiscent of Broly's aura. So with that being said, the tail, the green aura, it's very, it's very evident to me, not only a Saiyan, but a legendary Saiyan. A lot of people said to me when I put it out on Facebook earlier, oh, what's got to be Broly, right? No, we're not going down that fucking road again. Please don't ever suggest something that fucking dumb ever again. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Don't do it for me. Do it for your family. Because they fucking hate you too. Don't suggest that it's Broly ever again. I think it's a decent shot that it's Yamoshi. Now, there's a couple holes in there, right? Yamoshi's supposed to be like pure of heart. He's supposed to have been the first one to figure out what the Super Saiyan God uh, ceremony or activation looked like with the five pure-hearted Saiyans putting their energy into one. He's supposed to be a good dude is my fucking point, right? Now, what if Yamoshi... This is me just fucking theorizing, right? Because it, it has to be Yamoshi or some equivalent to Yamoshi. It's a legendary Saiyan, right? But it's not Yamoshi who I was led to believe is supposed to be a pure-hearted fucking dude. It's got to be the opposite, right? So here's what my theory picks up. Universe 7's Yamoshi, or back it up. Maybe it's understood that Yamoshi uh, was the Super Saiyan God of Universe 7. Universe 7... The Saiyans in it, Planet Vegeta, no longer exist, obviously, right? Our fucking heroes are the only one, ones left. What if what we're going to do is we're going to go to Planet Sadala for this next movie, and we're going to learn about the history of the Saiyans there for one reason or another. I saw somebody suggest on Reddit that, you know, maybe Mastered Ultra Instinct fucks up Goku's ability to go Super Saiyan, and... You know, there's like a full scientific investigation launched on that shit. And Boma is like, oh, balls, your S-cells, Goku, they're way fucking down. We got to go to Planet Sadala and figure out how to get up your S-cells or some shit like that. Who the fuck knows? But for whatever reason, one or another, they go to Sadala to learn specifically about Saiyans. Have Cobbett make the introduction to the king of the, of the Saiyans on Sadala. Something to that extent. And maybe that's when, you know, we're visited from the universe six uh saiyan god i mean because you could make the argument you know yamoshi's the one for universe seven we don't know that that's just me fucking making the assumption but you could also fucking make the argument that goku and vegeta they're saiyan gods from universe seven no maybe she maybe saiyan gods from universe six exist as well now if you want to really take the parallels of universe seven saiyans versus universe six saiyans and and you know stack them up Universe 7, it's real fucking simple. Universe 7 Saiyans, they're dickheads. Universe 6 Saiyans, they seem to be alright. So, Universe 7's 
god of uh, Saiyan, Saiyan god, Yamoshi, if, you know, he is in fact the god from Universe 7 as a, the Saiyan god, whatever you want to say. And because the Saiyans of Universe 7 are dickheads, maybe their god's a pretty cool dude. Now you take Universe 6. They seem to be all right, right? Right? We like them. Kaba, he's a cool dude. He's real nice and shit. Cauliflower's kind of a bitch. Kale's kind of meek, but Kaba, he seems aight. He seems like you could fucking introduce him to your parents and not be embarrassed, you know? Real proper and shit. Maybe the god of Universe 6 is a fucking dickhead. The Saiyan god of Universe 7 is a straight-up bonafide asshole. Now we're going to Universe 6 to go learn things about the Saiyans, and all of a sudden, Saiyan God recognized Saiyan God, and he's like, yo, who the fuck these Saiyan gods all up in my place? I gotta go see what's what on Planet Sadala. Yo, what's up, Son Goku? You got the power of a Saiyan God? I don't know, dude. I'm fucking theorizing out the asshole right now. I realize, but I say all of that to, to kind of express and convey the idea of if you think Broly's in this movie, you're a fucking dope. <laughs> The movie the animation is going to be, it's going to be different, man. Uh, it's going to be very different. And I think I'm going to warm up to it. I think I'm kind of just like, it's new. And I'm like, I, I can definitely respect what it does. I can definitely respect what it looks like. But it's not the Dragon Ball that I've known all my life, you know, uh, or at least the Dragon Ball Z that I've known all my life. So it's a little bit different, but I can totally get through that. Uh, so long as the story's good, so long as what we're doing with the characters is good, so long as we're continuing to build out the fucking franchise we love, guys. It's really what it's about. Um, as frustrated as I get with Super sometimes, I'm just happy to have a new Dragon Ball to watch because I haven't had a new Dragon Ball to watch since, like, I don't know, the, the year 2000. Now, I realize a lot of the young listeners on the show might not realize, but that was a Conan O'Brien joke. So go look it up. Shit's funny. Uh, what else we got? Probably nothing. At this point, I've talked for 28 minutes. Now, make no mistake. I'm still drinking tonight. I'm still drinking. I've had a long-ass Tuesday. I think I'm about to be unemployed. Shit's going to be dumb! I exaggerate, obviously, but um, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to Kamehameha now. <laughs> that much, I think, is certain, unless y'all motherfuckers want to crowdfund that. Um, I was joking. Uh, but whatever. We'll, we'll figure out what we're doing uh, in terms of Super Dope 131. We're doing the live stream here in the room. Uh, I'm not 100% sure how long we're going to be in this room or how much longer we'll be in this room. So... Who knows? The future might have you listening to more episodes of me just talking to myself, but, you know, hypothetically talking to you. So stay tuned on that shit. Um, what else we got? I don't fucking know. Probably nothing. I think I've already said that twice now. So I think it's time to go. Uh, thanks for listening twice this week. We've had a huge month in the month of March. Uh, just want to continue and, and make sure you tune into the live stream for 131. It's going to be cool to be able to interact with you guys on Facebook Live, take your questions, comments, work them into the show, digest the end of Super with you. Uh, I really want to make it, you know, a community event, you know, uh, for the people who have really supported us a lot over the last few months. I, I love, appreciate, respect you guys. I really do. Um, thank you. So basically, we're doing the 131 party just to. 
you know, quote unquote, hang out with you guys because I wouldn't have kept doing this if it wasn't for you guys. So, so yeah, go, uh, go like our page on Facebook and turn on the notifications for when we do go live. So that way you can get that. We'll be doing it on Saturday night, probably around 8.30 p.m. Might be a pre-show kind of deal. Uh, 8.30 p.m. That's Eastern time. So get ready. Yeah. We want to fucking watch the episode with you and get ready. And, uh. Yeah, subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, where there the fuck else we are. YouTube, you can go to the YouTube page. If anyone out there wants to help us maintain, help us maintain a YouTube page, uh, holla holla. I don't fucking know. Uh, Instagram, DB Super Dope. Twitter, DB Super Dope 1. I think that's all I got. It should be a pretty quick edit. And uh, yeah, we'll get this one out to you guys. Uh, talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.